You know what time it is, it's time for the die. I said DJ. It's the dissect DJ, DJ, DJ. Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop Who jewels got pops, who mostly go she down to the blue drop The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp Can't stop till I see my name on a blimp Guarantee a million shells, call it level up You don't believe in Harlem world, nigga double up We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down Niggas didn't know me, 91, bet they know me now I'm the young Harlem nigga with the Goldie sound Can't no PG, niggas hold me down Cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie True pimp, niggas spin no dough on the booty When you yell, there go mace, there go your cutie Talk about it. Doing Castle's favorite song, Circa, pretty much all through the late 90s. But what are we? We're the diocese that like to... We are the DJs, in fact. They like to spit it, mix it, throw it back, and dissect it. Because we are the Dissect DJ. Dissect DJ, DJ Jag, DJ Castezzi. About to break down Castle's apparently favorite song, if not top three songs. But he's going to go ahead and say it might be his favorite all right, so you know how give us a back. Turn. You know how you come up with a song that's like, well, like your favorite anything. All right, when people ask you, "Oh, who's your favorite actor? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Goonies. All this Goonies, The Mask. You just named two, so I already you, you're out. Willow, Willow, I believe, because you always talk about Willow. <laughs> but the fact is, like, okay, so you come up with these answers as you're proving. You come up with something from like your young age, like like that just becomes ingrained in your answer as like that's your favorite thing. I'll give you a great example right My now. My three I just gave. I, really I get those as I'm looking at this picture of Denise Richards on the wall that's been there for fucking ever. Why is it the only picture? No, I know, random. I don't know who Small decorated this picture. garage, <laughs> but that one little like piece of a magazine it's picture just, the, it's just, just got the put there. Somebody thought itself. it would go good there, and it's supposed to go. But like to this day, whenever. Anybody says, like, who do you think is, like, the, the hottest girl ever? I still literally just resort to, like, the answer that I gave when I was, like, 13, 12. Like, Which is? Carmen Electra. I always thought Carmen Electra was now, the hottest Now, luckily, girl. she actually aged well to the she point looks, where you Did could... you see The Last Dance? Did you see her in The Last Dance? She looks better than ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Carmen Electra. If you're listening to this, you should. Hit uh, us up at 555 hey. 4621. Hit up the Dissect DJs on a low DM, you know. Instagram. Yeah, it's probably the better way because that number is fake. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that or called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hope you know why I say five, five, five. Anyways, point is, you don't change your answers much on like your favorite because like it's just the thing that you don't like prioritize much like as you get older. But like when you're like twelve, thirteen, like you are on top of like what your favorite movie is, what your favorite song is, who the hottest girl in the world is. So like for the longest time, when you asked me what my favorite song was, like this was my answer because okay. I was so into it when it came out. And it just kind of like never got top. Like I never came up with it. I think Rosa Parks had a good run there with Outcast. I think eventually knocked it off because I was super an Outcast. Like around that time, too. I met a gypsy and she hit me to some life game. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, this was just always like for the longest time, like for a good stretch, uh-huh. was my favorite song, and uh, it just stands. Like I just love everything going on with this jam. So 
Uh, I'm elated to finally actually get to bring this up to the Dissect DJ audience. I'm like, let's figure out what the fuck is going on in this one. Now, we we in the previous episode, we did discuss that this is a sample of multiple different songs. We come to find, really, it's just a sample of one yeah. heavy hitter. Diana Ross. I'm saying, coming out. Which, I'm coming out. Right when she hits the beat. I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming. I mean, okay, we should give that some proper play right now. So, like, here is the sample that makes this song possible. Run it. That song about like coming out of the closet, you think? I mean, it has. That's Kinda what it has like implications it. too. I think that's however, to come, it's one of those it songs which you probably that, break yeah. down in the future and you know find out exactly what. I mean, if there's ever a time we're gonna break it down, it's probably here. This will be our next song. Should we do that song too? Are we doing like a double? Mm. If so, we just keep playing that one and then go back to our. Uh... I don't want to step on the toes of Mo Money Mo problems right now though. Okay. Like that song so. deserves its own. I'm saying like right now, I think we could just do a little quick like little blanket. Like, well, I'm. I don't know the lyrics of... Um, I mean, she's saying I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Like, yeah, that's maybe she's crazy. just coming out of the door and ready for life today. Like, she's going to New I don't York, think like, she meant for it to be uh, I'm coming... Because Dan and Ross wasn't gay, so, like, I don't think that's what it was meant for. But I think that a lot of gay people have probably used that as, like, a great anthem. I mean, it like, is oh. that. But I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if that's necessarily what she was referring to. I, that's um, what I'm saying. I don't think it was meant to be, but it became that. Yeah. There's a new me coming out, and I just want to live, and I just have to give. I'm completely positive. Can we just give props to Diddy on finding that? Like, I think if there's one thing that he was amazing at as a producer is finding some, not even that obscure, but somewhat obscure, like just jams from the past and like figuring out how he can turn that into a modern hip hop I mean, He just beat. used basically an old song and then fucking put a hip hop artist. But he it, knew bro. how to, no, but he like reworked his whole fucking beat. Come on. He didn't take that. He took that fucking guitar and he turned it into a hip hop beat and he knows exactly when to hit that like right there when it's just like, boom, bam, 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 come in. Wow, wow. Like he hits that right. Th- oh, I don't know. I know your instinct is to not give people. Credit I just for wish anything. he was a natural artist. Like, and I have to do like, oh, hear that song? I'm gonna turn that into this. Why don't you just make your own shit? That's and anything he did make. Anything good. he did make was. He. <laughs> stop doing that in the background, please. He had. I saw this documentary once where he had this crew that was called the Hitmen. He literally brought them to, I want to say Jamaica. And he literally was just like, we're going to be in this hut and we're going to work on looking through old music and we're going to come up with beats and we're going to like just stay here, nowhere to go until we make jams. And that set up all the stuff that he came out with on his album, uh, Biggie, Mace, all of the people that like like popped off in like 97, 
all happened from that one trip. And like one of the ones that I love that they figured out was like the Benjamins was a Barry White song, and somebody heard the kind of backbeat of it. You know, uh, the the it's all about the Benjamins, and he realized, oh, if you take this beat, slow it down, and turn it backwards, and it made this amazing sound that is that kind of like you know how the Benjamins has that sort of like. I know that song. Let's listen to it real quick. Benjamins, yeah. What's it called? All about the Benjamins. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh. Uh huh. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh. Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers? We'll be dipping in the bins. Okay, so that was all about the Benjamins and. Diddy got that from this song from Barry White's group Love Unlimited called What's it called? I did it for love. Let's hear it. sampling right that's pretty and good. if you listen to it if you slow it down and reverse it without the singers coming in you can actually mm-hmm. hear the do 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 which would then incorporate the which is why you hear that sound yeah. and all about the benjamins which is dope and it's like whoosh, which just somehow makes it an even doper beat so that's what i mean like diddy was right up there at the top as far as like finding classic beats and like figuring out a way to finagle them and like repurpose them and i think that's what he did right here with this diana ross beat that song was great as we just went over in the last episode redoing old songs can be a sketchy situation to try to like do like if you especially if a song is already a classic and i just think that diddy could do that as good as anybody you know i know you're gonna want to hate him but like this take yeah, just, it he took this he song did. i just wish up. he did his own shit made his own shit too but I don't know. His shit never made it. His shit, personal shit never made it that he did himself. Dude, I'm not going to go down and did his discography, but Fuck. like, I want to focus on more money, more problems, because that shit is a banger. banger. However, we already hit the first rap of this thing, dude. I got to be right, honest. Right, I don't know it. what the fuck he's talking about. It's just a lot of rap. I've never been a big rap nah, understanding. Who's hot? Who's where, not? Where I pay attention to what hot. they're tell trying to say. You tell them who's hot. Who's I know. I hear you saying all that, but I'm just saying, like. I know, you're right. It's one of those ones. Okay, so this is one of those songs. I think I talked about it in a previous episode too. Uh, I wanted to learn the lyrics of this song, and I just played it over and over again. And I just went through with a notepad because, again, pre-internet, not to dinosaur myself, but pre-internet, that was how we had to figure out lyrics. We had to literally just listen to it and write it down, and then rewind it and go back. And so there's a bunch of lyrics that I'm sure that I wrote wrong in my ten-year-old self. So let's hear what he actually said. What did it, what? Are we going through all of it, dude? Because there's a lot to go. Dude. I think we should yeah, just, just pick our at least let's start from the beginning, at least, because like those are the lyrics that I remember. Now, who's hot? Who's not? Tell me who rock? Who sell out in stores? You tell me who's hot. Who got the? You tell me who flopped. Tell me who flopped. Uh, who copped the blue drop? I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Still, uh, I, whose jewels got write, rocks? I still remember in my notepad at home when I was a kid. I wrote, "Who got the Jew blot?" 
Which doesn't make sense, but that's how I heard it. You went, you went straight races with it. That's funny. I mean, you can call it that. Uh, that's what I heard. Who's mostly say down to the tube sock? Same old pimp. Mace, you know, it ain't nothing changed but my limp. Because, stop. Man. Now he's limping. Now he's limping. I told you. Anyway, it's just this fool talking about himself and that he's the shit. That's all he's known. Generally, a I'm the shit verse and shit, you know. Talking about how he's topping the charts and shit. And he's yeah. beating PhDs and those fools can't hold him down. Wait, 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 wait. Did say that line? I mean, because I, I heard the... <laughs> like, I never actually knew what he said there. This is actually very educational for me. Go all the way down to I'm the young Harlem. Because he's from Harlem. He used to call his album no, Harlem you, World. From that part, go into the rap. Yeah. Like, you know it. Let me hear yeah, you. Yeah. Go. Which part? Okay, so... Don't play around. It's a bet. Lay, Lay down. down. They don't know me 91, but they know me now. I'm the young Harlem with a golden sound. Can't no TNT hold me down. Cuda. Can't no PhD, PhD. hold me down. Okay. Scoot me to the gate, man. On my duty. Stay humble. Stay low. Blow like foodie. True pimp. Spend no dough on the foodie. There you go, Spend mace. Spend no dough on the booty. Ah, uh, okay. Your robot was so nice, dude. I know, no, my 10-year-old brain is so innocent. And then something about, there you go, you cutie, right? There you go, yo, there you go, Mace. There you go, you're cutie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We should just do this this way. Like, I rap from, like, the original way that I like. Yeah, that sounds dope. So next verse, we'll do that. I want you to rap what you know. We're going to let him sing it. Then I want you to rap it like you know, and then I'll correct what you're wrong with. All right, all right. That sounds dope. Let's do it. And we'll we'll figure out how innocent. Actually, let's do you first. Then we'll what? hear the actual version. Yeah, yeah. So next thing. Kind of want to hear it first. Uh, I know you do, but I wanted you to do it. I don't know what they want from me. It's not the more problems that come from And then I'm the D-O-D to the A, A to, to the, the D-D-Y. No, you'd rather see me fly than to see me die. I call all the Stop. shots. Call. Rather see me die than to see me fly. That's what I said. He went opposite, but it's okay. Right, yeah. right. Keep it going. Probably. I'm going to hear him do it. Exactly. <laughs> right. And then I'll, it'll be fresh in my mind. I haven't listened to the song in a minute. gotta cut out before that because we are about to be graced with the ultimate third verse hall of fame entry now if you're a long time dissect dj listener you've heard me go on several times about the third verse hall of fame and this right here is what began the entire third verse industry i feel like notorious big is about to crush this entire verse like goddamn Barry Bonds crushing a baseball into the bay. He's about to crush this shit. Like me stepping on a can that needs to get tossed in a recycling bin. 
he's about to crush this shit like that girl in second grade that you always had a crush on you never quite had the inkling to talk to you wanted to but you never really did but your crush grew that much more because you never had the balls to say anything about it that's how much he's about to crush this first so i agree with you however can i just let's go back to what the name what's the name of the song real quick mo money mo problems in no way has there been any problem at any point in this song these fools just keep talking about how they rock all the rocks. They're on the yacht if you can't get a hold of them. Uh, if you mess with me, you're going to be DOA. Uh, there's no problems being discussed in this entire song. I just wanted to say that the Dissect DJs, at least one of them, and I'm hoping to kind of sell this on my other Dissect DJ, just found out that this song isn't even talking about what the fuck the title's talking about. You got more money, you're better off. Never did you talk about problems in this entire fucking song. Do you want to know why that is, just, you know? Yeah, hit me. Because right now it says more money, more problems, and there's not a single fucking problem. What? What? Because there's no extra problems, right? That's exactly why. Honestly. Once you get money, you don't get more problems. Get more money. People want to always do that You get more money, and you find random-ass reasons to be calling problems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Your problems becomes, oh, my garbage disposal is not working now. Oh, my maid can't show up this week because she has an issue. Yeah, like it's just like like no, random problems. Not problems like, oh shit, I don't know how I'm supposed to pay rent this month. How am I gonna eat? <laughs> you, know, no, like, you guys yeah. don't fucking think that you like, don't have food. Oh anymore. my god, we're eating yeah. we're not eating fillets, we're eating New York cut. There's new problems. Like, the the more money out of here. More money brings more money new you, problems. If you That's got what more it is. money and you try to act like you need had more fucking problems because of the money, it's only you putting yourself into those problems. Period. Fuck you if you think you get more money. More people ask me for money. Don't give them money. More, shut the fuck up. Like, fuck you. Money, more money, All more problems. people with their shut hands Shut the fuck up. Even in this song, they don't even refer to problems at any point. I so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Fuck you if you got more money and you act like you have more problems because of it. Because you're bullshitting yourself. Cut your bills. Slow the fuck down. You'll be fine. Okay, you can eat. You you're actually money. right. I never thought about it, but like this song is not about problems in any way. It's very much Whatsoever. a celebration of life and just having money and more money with it. And yeah. just partying with it. It's all about that. Yeah, we dissected that. Why do they say more problems? Yeah. Who knows? They I just fucking do that to the title because Biggie's about to talk about all the shit that he gets into. So yeah, I wanna. I, I don't even know. Did we not even waste time on Diddy's verse? Yeah, he just. I, all I'm trying. I'm trying to refer is that Mace talked yeah, about yeah. being blown up and killing shit. Yeah, then yeah. go Diddy. He talks about doing that shit too, where he gets rocks and fucking call the rocks drops the and shots. rips all the shots. All the shots. Yeah. He's killing shit. And yeah. then now we're about to hear Biggie, like you said, do the all ultimate right. third verse of the him killing shit, killing shit too. Of which none of these three have problems whatsoever. No. They don't talk. They don't discuss any problems. All right. So should we try to break down this one though? Because this verse, I actually don't know. It's one of those verses I've been rapping for years. All right. Let's do it first. I don't even. B I G B O P P A. No spells info. out Big Papa right yeah. there. No info. What's up? D E A. Ain't telling drug people no shit. Federal, Federal agents mad because I'm flagrant. Tap myself and my phone in tap the basement. Tap myself and the phone oh, in the okay. basement. And tap myself. Okay. My team supreme, double D. Stay clean, triple beam, lyrical dream. I be that cat you see on all, all the, the events bent. Gats and holsters, sh- girls, girls on, on shoulders. shoulders. Playboy, I told you, me and Mike's demean. Cruise too much, I move too much. Bruise too Step much. Up. I booze too much, that makes sense. It says Step on much. stage, bruise. girls booze. Like he bruised too much, he, he beats people yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, and then he says, step on stage, the girls boo too much. What does he say right there? I'm actually curious. Yeah, step on stage, the girls boo too much. Wow, that's which... weird. Uh, I see, you know, that's one of those ones where he's like calling himself on like how he's like an ugly dude. 
He was big on that. He was that kind of dude. He was just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to talk about when he was, like, younger, and then now he doesn't deal with that shit anymore. Which is, again, going against the title of the fucking problem. The thing. You got more money, and you don't deal with this shit anymore. You don't deal with drugs. Now now nobody's calling you. More problems, my ass. I guess it's because you're running with the lame dudes too much. Me, Me lose my touch, never that. If I did, ain't a problem to get the guy where the true play is at. Throw your rollies in the sky, wave them side to side, and keep your hands high while I give a girl a high. Play your please, liver glees, Sarah glees. B-I-G, be flossing, big on the cover of Fortune. Five double O, that's my phone number, your man ain't got to know. I got the flow. I got the fading down, Trizak. Platinum plus, like Izak. Dangerous, like Izak. Keep your ass, Trizak. So I know yeah, yeah. I said a bunch of shit wrong there, but that's no, just but how I wrote honestly, it down. you were really fucking close to it. So let's, I'm just going to go all the way down because you yeah, had yeah. a pretty good all the way down to... That's when uh, he really crushed that's when he number, like hits. You, that's when Biggie hits his stride right there. No, but I got the, the dope, o, I got the yeah. flow. Pizzat. That's literally what it says on my lyrics. Pizzat. Platinum, Platinum plus. plus. Like Fizzat, which... That's what I've been saying for years. Dangerous on the Trizax. Leave your ass on the Fizzat. Keep your ass, Trizax. Chicka, chicka, chicka. All right, so he wasn't actually saying anything. I was saying it right yeah, all you these were years. Saying, you no. wrote it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so good job it's there. It's rare. Usually, you it's, that. usually I didn't realize I was like writing down like another word for like a racial term or some kind of booze or like another term for a hoe. Yeah, I didn't. And my innocent ten-year-old brain just wrote down what I heard and like you know it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, he's talking about you know he doesn't talk to the DEA. He has guns if he needs to fucking fuck somebody up. Um, he throw everybody he throw, was your rollies, big on that. throw your yeah. rollies in the sky, wave them side to side. What do you, he, wait, but I always wondered like when is he talking about when he says wave your rollies? Like what what is he talking about? Uh, Rolexes. Oh shit. There you go. Yeah, really maybe Rolexes <laughs> in the sky, yeah. I always thought he was like like is that what he's calling fingers? Like Or it could be like uh, Like is blunts. that some is that like, like ro- rolled up blunts? Is that like rolly fingers, you know? Like, no, I mean I'm not. It, it, yeah. it most likely it's Rolex fucking thing, actually, but it could be right. rollies blunts. I think it might be blunts actually. That's actually either way, it's fucking dope. It could be both. It's fucking like you dope, both have you have your rolly with the blunt. God and, and, damn, Piggy knows how to write a fucking verse. All but right. yeah, again, going back to my the title's fucking bullshit. Alright, but let's just we gotta listen to Biggie Kill It because this is the inventor of the third verse Hall of Fame. Soundbite, go. B.I.G. Hit us! B.I.G. P.O. P.P.A. No info for the D.E.A. Federal agents mad cause I'm flagrant. Tap myself and the phone in the basement. My team supreme, stay clean. Triple beam, miracle dream. I'll be that. Catch a seat at all events bent. Gats and holsters, girls on shoulders. Playboy, I told ya. Me and Mike to me, bruise too much. I lose too much. Step on stage, the girls boo too much. I guess it's like you run with lame dudes too much. Me lose my touch, never that. If I did, ain't no problem to get the gap where the true players at. Throw your rollies in the sky, waving side to side, and keep your hands high while I give your girl an eye. Play your please, lyrically, nigga C, B-I-G-B flossing, jig on the cover of Fortune, five double O. It's my phone number, your man, I got the know, I got the dough, got the flow down, Pizak, platinum plus, like Pizak, dangerous on Trizak, leave your ass Pizak.
here to tell you what's going on. You have money and you have no problems. This would be mo money, no problems. Oh, that actually works. But like people don't want to hear that. Should we? That's turn why. The- I bet it was mo money, no problems. Should we turn the music down and discuss this? Yes. The title of this song should be mo money, no problems. I guarantee that's what it was initially, and they were like, "Yo, people don't like that though. They don't like that." Mo money, no problems. Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, what, you think you're better than me?" Yeah, so mo money, no problems. Me, they were like, yeah. "Puff Daddy, call yourself Puff Daddy. Why the fuck is that?" Yeah, but mo you money, puffing? no problems. Like, oh, yeah, I'm with you. We all got problems. You ever actually think about the fact that like uh, Sean Combs went with Puff Daddy as like his artist name or whatever? Like he actually like landed on that. Like I could see that being like a name that your boys call you because you're like, "Oh, that dude is the." Craziest strain, man. He gets yeah, the that's biggest. What it was. He got puffed at it because he smoked a lot of weed. I gotta think so. Why else would he? Because he didn't. Yeah. How would he get shit done? I know. I, well, I don't I really think ass, of him. If I if I get sativas, I'm good. I never I thought of Diddy as like it's not like Snoop Dogg. Like I don't think of him as like a weed smoker. Yeah, like, I don't. So like, I would send a good but name. But he called for himself weed. Puff Daddy, which just makes me think it is. Like, but he like got the ultimate Kush going on. Yeah, but yeah. like yeah, yeah. It's just weird. It's the dank reefer. It's a strange. Which by the way, we don't smoke. I hope you guys. I've understood that. Never. Why would ever. We? We didn't, at, at not any, on 420. At, at <laughs> DJ party I've right, ever right, done. This has literally gone ever. on three, four months now since 420 episode. Like, we've literally been keeping this joke here. It's, uh, it's probably going to be forever. Yeah. You're going to keep it I don't it smoke. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? You tried lines up? <laughs> I don't do lines. I definitely don't do lines. That's a true fact. But... <laughs> I don't smoke say it. You snort as you say it. I, I know. It's smoke. more of a just cocky smoke. Yeah. You know? Cocky snorts. Cocky snort. All know. right. So the point is, though, I don't even know what the fuck Biggie's trying to say in that, that verse, honestly. Like, uh, something about the DEA. Don't fuck with him who bring his gat out. He's got, yeah. He's got his shit on Put your rollers in the sky. Again. All right. The only example of, like, problems that are presented in the song at all based on Are people trying saying, to fuck... With them, yeah, at like parties. okay, so and honestly, he, he was he was not he wasn't wrong, <laughs> like shit, that shit went down for him. Honestly, if Biggie didn't have money, he might still be here today. Actually, kind of takes back everything we just said. Biggie found himself some problems because if he had more money, yeah, but not Mason Puff. Mace got out of it. He became like a like a church guy. He became like a like really? pastor or something. Yeah, and then Puff he came definitely back. didn't. Puff is. I mean, Puff is huge. Puff skated off. Of the, yeah, Puff's damn near a billionaire at this point. Yeah. Well, he kind of like started, he started this whole, I'm telling you, like Puff's story is actually like a very interesting, like both of them. I'm always super fascinated by anything Big or Pac related and uh, like kind of hearing about like how they became, where they did. Uh, Biggie was literally ready to give up the whole rap thing and go back to slang and, and he got he was driving to like North Carolina, like go because he knew that was a spot where he could like slang. And Puffy like called him, turned him around. Was How like, did he call him? I say it's cell phones back then. Yeah, like Zach Moore's phones and shit. And especially if you're a drug dealer, you gotta have that shit. He definitely has. He got him to turn around and be like, "No, dude, you can make hits." Called him back, got him back in the chain. I don't know. Some what I saw that I saw that. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's just, yeah. Documentary I saw that I talked about. There's a dope documentary on Netflix where it actually like has a bunch of like home video footage. Yeah, of I saw that. Biggie. That's a good one. That was the one I saw that on. Unsolved. Like he was literally going to Unsolved is the one that like has actors in it, though, isn't it? Yeah, they mixed the good footage. No, no, too. no. Actually, they had like there's a documentary that had like somebody had a bunch of like 
home camera footage of Big oh, One really? of his boys. Uh, like, he was, like, following him around with it. I don't... I should have names for shit, shit. But, like, it's literally a documentary. Go watch it, guys. Google yeah, you can find it. it. You can find it. Google of... it. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's got some very, like... I think it's relatively new, too. But it had a great story about, like, how Biggie got to where he was. And they were, like, combining rapping on the corner with straight, straight jocking fools on the corner at the same time. Like, that was what they were doing. It was a combination of the two. It was like, yeah, we're making raps on the corner, but also we're robbing fools for this shit, like, straight up, every day. So he lived that life. He was, like, ready to die. Why wouldn't the, like, that's crazy. Yeah, no, it was a crazy life that he was, like, living. He was, like, I don't know how this uh, It's hard to think that he had, once he got more money, he got more problems. Because, like, if that was his life on a daily, he's straight slanging There's definitely drugs. problems went down. Yeah, but, I mean, he had the ultimate problem in that somebody ended up fucking capping. I bet, I bet it was one of those fools he robbed early. Possibly, I mean, it was when he back to went back to L.A. shortly after Pac died, so like people were out to get him, you know, and because like, of Pac. Yeah, crazy. Like he was a marked man at that point. Man, that's nuts. I'm anyway. telling you, man, I'm super fascinated by like the whole story of those two. The fact that that shit went down in everybody's sight, and the fact that like nobody has answers on like who killed either one of them is fucking insane to me. It's like, insane. It is yeah, insane. exactly. So like, it was the '90s though, man. '90s was. A- 90s was a crazy time, man. But it produced banger after banger after banger, especially while this guy was going on. What's actually insane is like how fucking young he actually was when he Both died. Both of them. Both, Both of them were like... Tupac died at 25, I think it was. I think Biggie was like 24. Yeah. So yeah. like... I definitely saw them as way older. It's insane, yeah, because he just came off as like such like an old soul. And, and for like some reason, as like I got king. older, I kind of aged them with me. So like when I was 20s... Biggie was like 40 to me at Yo, this point. Yo, do you realize but, how young 24-year-olds are now? Like, when you see someone at 24, I'm like, oh, you're a fucking child. Yeah, baby. Yeah, you're, yeah. Baby, stop. No, you can't take that many shots. Okay? I, I know you think you can. <laughs> yeah. I know you think you can mix them all. Like, ah, if I can take it. No, you can't. Okay, I'll give you a fucking hour, and you'll be you're throwing up or being drama or some bullshit. Okay? Yeah. I don't trust 24-year-olds with anything. No, man. Let alone a record label. Fucking, like, like be that. the fucking spearhead of my whole label and shit. Fuck 24-year-olds, Give bro. some ditties. <laughs> give Diddy more credit for the fact that he like saw this guy that was a young ass kid slanging rocks in the corner in Brooklyn and he was just like give him the keys to the shop yo he's ready and he was and he fucking made it happen yeah. in that short window of time of his life that we actually got to experience it fucking crushed it pulled yeah, shit off was. and Diddy set him up for success with jams like this he, must have been, he, he made he, this they, one happen they were parting their ass off like there's oh, probably no weekend they were not. You know what I mean? It's like, that's crazy. But at the same time, fucking hell in business. Yeah. They were fucking making shit like yeah, that's this. That's crazy shit. Yeah, there we go. All right, man. Um, I think I already know the amount of cops you're giving it. You know what I'm going with. Right. How are we going to slap this out? <laughs> also, we can add that to the list of uh, times that Justin clapped. I always hit the, the microphone. I don't know. I always hit the mic. Time. Just, Every single time. I don't know what it is. But yeah. You, you know, I got to give it this. This is the top um, mid-90s jam. Great sample. Great rappers. They're, they're all Each of their raps come Every in. Verse Every verse just crushes cool. in a different way. Yeah. Although I must say that I'm very proud that we were able to dissect the fact that they're not talking about a fucking single There's problem. no problems There's in no the problems. No. It's literally all about like, yeah, we got money because we're, we're crushing it. going there. Fuck with us. We got gas. And, we'll and the video... It's the same thing. The video is just them, like... And big, the, and big, fluffy outfits. And yeah, shit. dude, I'm telling you. Like, okay, there's something about the mid-'90s hip-hop scene that I don't know what it is, but very specifically, like, a mid-'90s, like, 95 to, like, 97. Okay. That, like, 
just hits me in the feels. I don't know what it was about. I think were... I think that's maybe when I was like as a kid, like really like discovering like how much I enjoyed music. And definitely uh, what it was. I yeah. was there too, man. Because yeah. Missy had that shit. I can't stand. She had the big. And there's a outfit. sound. Yeah, there's a certain sound and look that like window. goes right with the whole mid '90s thing. And that's and this is it. Like this song encompasses it. The video, like the the clothes they're wearing, the bright colors, the big. Like they're kind of. I think it's in like they shot it in Vegas. There's like you know shiny outfits. They're kind of floating at one point. They're like like anti gravity. Keep putting their face in the camera. Yeah, like. yeah. I love that. Like all, and that's what mid nineties had. Those rap videos always had those cool ass sets where it just looked like they were in a spaceship. This had that bright colors. The sound of it is there. Everything about this says this is the mid nineties we hear and we take it over. And I loved it. And it was also a good turn for hip hop where it turned into like positive we having fun music where i think before that i like rap and like you know that old gangster rap culture that i've been that was a lot more like kind of like glamorizing thug culture and i think this was a nice turn for it where i was just like no this is we all have fun with this we're making we got money we partying we partying yeah yeah so again goes against the whole name of the song but i'm not gonna that against him man diddy was partying he was getting it we're all getting it he's still getting it you know and mace we miss you Fucking love the way Mace raps. I love Mace's kind of slurry, lazy style of rapping like that. He was one of my early favorite rappers. And I miss you. I'm glad you found whatever Coming you back. found. Coming mm-hmm. back, dude. I don't think he's going to. Now it'll be all nah, weird. Nah, it'll be nah. all like... He's like, he went and became a pastor. Like gospel he rap. came back. He did that like Welcome Back song. Remember that song? Welcome Back. Welcome, welcome Back. Mace welcome. is back. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember that. You just sang it with me. <laughs> And you just literally don't remember. That's, That's like the only part Your brain I know works out. Yeah. That's all you need to really know. But yeah, oh, so it was fine. It was fine. it was good to hear him back. But like, yeah, there's nothing like mid '90s Mace. And like you said. All right. Well, like once again, Mo Money, no fucking problems. Mo Money, no problems. That's, That's our, what the title should have been. That's what it is. You and know? Uh, shout out to Biggie, rest in peace, and shout out to this fantastic '90s jam. Way to bring Diana Ross back. You know, right, give her, her, her a little '90s love. Little, give her a little '90s rub right there. Uh. All right, so this goes out to all of y'all. Make some more money. Okay? And also, if you you're make gonna have money, no problems, you're yeah. gonna have no problems. If you make more money, all right. And if you have money, <laughs> stop talking about your fucking problems. Yeah, don't don't act like your Fuck fucking you. problems are real problems. Okay, problems, you got right. rich people problems. That's all right. Yeah, you're doing you're fucking. All right. You're doing fine. Gonna right? do all right. Fuck you're you. gonna be all right. Fuck you. All right. Next. Next!